Hey, how's it going? It's your girl Rush. Thank you for joining me for Salty as Fuck. So currently, something I'm salty as fuck about. Um, so I'm scrolling through Facebook, you know, and I come across um, a meme that I've seen before, and it's kind of shared usually all the time around Halloween, and it's about the, um, here's a reminder, don't be an Indian, don't be a native princess, don't wear a headdress, don't use Native American culture as a costume. Which I'm like, well, yeah, no fucking shit, right? Well, anyways, one of my friends reposted it, and then under it is a whole commentary of, well, don't be a mummy unless you're Egyptian. No Dracula unless you're Transylvanian. No Frankenstein. No Darth Vader. You know, like, and it continues, like, no aliens. That includes Superman. He was an alien unless you're actually from space. Don't be a ghost unless you're uh, unless you're dead. You know, you can't. Don't be a cat or a dog unless you're a cat or dog. No pumpkins unless you're born on a vine. Now, a lot of times I do get irritated when I see like real social issues and then they get arbitrarily oversimplified because there's a fucking difference. All right. Native American culture, like, their whole premise, like, oh, there can't be Dracula, you know, it's like, well, okay, like, there is real stories that influenced a lot of these stories that, you know, we hear, but end of the day, the whole mummy thing, the whole, you know, the typical ideals of what we see, they don't really exist. And then when you put on um, a Native headdress or dress up, like, oh, we can be cute cowboy and Indians... You're pretty much saying Native Americans don't exist. And as someone who lives in Northern California, where we have, like, over... God, there's over at least six different tribes around my lake alone. Like, as far as reses. um, And it's frustrating. Like, because um, as far as for me, I know in my family, we're Native. And um, my mom... As white as we look, my mom really um, made a point to let us know where we came from. Um, As far as my grandfather during the Korean War met my grandmother in Germany. He had five daughters. My mom's the whitest looking of his daughters. And so along comes me. We're all blonde. My mom's blonde and green eyed, but I'm blonde and blue eyed. But it's that never stopped my mom. My mom is very traditional um as far as you know we do go to powwows we do go to gatherings um you know we are involved with our tribe um as far as different programs um and that's an awesome benefit of our tribe and that's really awesome my mom made sure you know even though we had family that were sent to native american schools you know that we still were able to hold, no, this is who we are. We still have a blood quantum. A lot of Native Americans can't even prove who they were because they are forced to forget their family. I mean, a lot of these kids were sent to, you know, white schools, and then they were given white names. That's why um, a lot of them were given, like, presidents' last names. That's why there's so many fucking Jeffersons, <laughs> you know? Um... And then that's just a sad fact. And anyways, like, so I have 
like an understanding of how sacred beadwork is and you know, to take the time, like, there isn't Native American princesses, okay, that's not, like, how it fucking works, not everyone is a fucking on a white fucking, um, premise of a society, you know, of, like, there's princesses, and there's all this, it's like, nah, dude, like, <laughs> um, but that being said, it gets frustrating for me, like, how many people can, like, get frustrated over something of, like, dude, it would be, like, white people wearing blackface, you know, it's, it's fucked up, like, there's a premise of, like, this whole, it's Halloween, you should be able to just have fun and dress up as something you want to be, and it's, like, there's a difference between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation, okay, like, it's one thing, like, when you're like, well, I buy Native American art, or, like, I buy these things that, you know, because I care, I like the culture, I like what it represents, you know, because let's be real, we're not all worldly, but we can take two fucking seconds to be a little less ignorant. I mean, and it does frustrate me, like, when I do see these fucked up, like, hotness fucking outfits that I'm like, I've been to powwows, no natives were wearing this, like, that is such a misrepresentation, and then it's like, what's really frustrating though is because, again, people are, oh, well, it's just a costume, and it's like, you don't understand, it's a costume representing people that are still being forced not to be able to vote because they don't have control over their own fucking lands, like, do people not <laughs> see the correlation of how fucked up things have been <laughs> for, for people of color in America? Like, I'm sorry, it, the only thing black and white in America is literally the systematic racism. Like, and that's the thing, is I'm not... <sighs> And that's what was frustrating to me is because, like, I could have, I could have commented on it, man. I could have ripped, it's not like I don't know the girl. I could have hit her up, actually, because the thing is, I saw a few different people share the same thing, and it's the same sentiment, and it's this whole same, oh, people are just to so scared to offend people, and it's like, <sighs> okay, you know what, not too long ago, y'all were just getting offended about the possibility of someone who identifies different from a gender than what you think they are going into a bathroom, like, because, oh no, there could be a man in there with your daughter, like, y'all don't give a shit about actual sexual assaults when they do happen, I'm gonna call out Brock Turner, that's my fucking, that's the first one, like, cause that whole case just fucking sickens me, it's like, you can literally be caught pants down in the middle of raping somebody, and you can still get off, and he still gets to be introduced on papers like, former athlete, I don't give a fuck what he was doing before. Guess what you did? <laughs> you became a rapist. Um, but that all being said, it's that's my frustration, though, is, like, people want to sit here and say, like, oh, well, this PC culture, and no one wants to be offended, and it's like, no, no, y'all just don't want to be called out when y'all been fucking up. Because don't get me wrong, you know, educate, don't belittle... But it's like Maya Angelou said, when you know better, you, you do better. And 
when you're able to educate and like just have a comp, uh, not, I mean, in a perfect world, we would have calm discussions about all our issues, but let's be real. I can understand passioned arguments. Like I can understand like when people feel a type of motherfucking way and I always get irritated when people are like, oh, well you have to control your shit. And it's like, nah, let a motherfucker feel something. Because it's like we're constantly being told what we should and should not be feeling. And like, you know, you got to be a savage. Oh, but don't let the world make you hard. Like, it's kind of hard to be a soft savage. I tell you what. It makes us not fuck with anybody and we just get a dog. Because only the dog gets to see how soft and sweet we are. Like, um, but back to the PC thing. Um, it is my frustration. Like, I find it so funny. Like, I have a Republican dad, okay? And we go fucking around sometimes. And <sighs> it, it happens all the time. And a lot of times I'm like, why do we even bother trying this one? But I'm just the type of person... <sighs> like, if someone knows I feel a type of way, and then they keep baiting me with shit, it's like, so you want an argument. All right, fine, let's not argue. Let's have a discussion. And then it's like, I'm just like, okay, well, can you throw down facts that weren't just from Fox News? That'd be kind of dope. Like, (laughs) that's why I try to speak from just my personal experience. But just my personal experience doesn't make fact. But when there is statistics that can back how many, you know, like, how many women will be sexually assaulted in their lifetime. You know, like, when there is statistics that kind of back, yeah, there's a violence or when most people who are being locked up for drug charges for multiple years are usually people who are people of color, whilst white people, it's like, slap on the wrist. I mean, but even our whole justice justice system is a little ass backwards if you think about it. Like, for example, I dated a guy. Alright, I'm not proud of this, but I dated a guy. He was, in the three years, I... I wouldn't say we were together. Hmm, what do you... Alright, so for the three years, I would associate my vagina with this guy. Like, like for the most part. If he called, I would pick up. Um, you know, if he, once in a while we'd spend the night together, then it'd go months because he was off running a fucking muck. Um, anyways, he was in and out of jail. And I would visit him in the different... Because uh, he got locked up in two different counties, uh... One was, like, a half hour away. The other one was, like, an hour and a half away. But where I lived at the time, it was only, like, 40 minutes. So it wasn't too bad. But uh, regardless, anyways, uh, it was, like, kind of impressive to me. Like, I would know what his charges were. And they weren't violent charges. Um, They're just stupid shit. Like, shit like uh, he got fucking drunk and uh, he stole a cop car. Or, like, it was fucking ridiculous crashed into actually the viticulture professor's yard I found out I was going to the college at the time and I was in the horticulture department yeah it was awesome um (laughs) anyways like he did his time whatever with that but it was like impressive to me I'm like so you fucked up bro like you probably shouldn't be getting out anytime and it was like he was always in and out and it was always for drug related and then it'd be for drug related and He would even tell me, well, it's taking them so long to sentence me, like, for me to even go to court, that, um, 
you know, by the time that they sentence me, I'm going to have most of the sentence reduced because for every day you sit there not sentenced, that counts for two days off of your sentence. So say, you know, you spent a fucking month in before you got sentenced. Oh, okay. Well, that's two months off your four months you're supposed to serve. So really, (laughs) you know, and it's like a constant like push out of, okay, like of recycling these people through. And I'm kind of like, aren't you all sick of seeing the same fucking people in and out? Like, I understand. Don't get me fucking wrong. I can't, I'm not putting all the responsibility on our justice system because there is individual responsibility. And if someone keeps making the same fucking mistakes and keeps going back to the same fucking place, I mean, what else are they going to do? But there's a point, though, when I'm also like, as a justice system, do you got, do they see their hand? When you're releasing people, when you know, when you arrested them, they were homeless, and they were on drugs, or they were selling, or they were thieving, whatever they were doing, and then what'd you do? Okay, you locked them up for a minute, um... Do people always really stay clean in jail? No. And (laughs) homie gets out. Guess what? They don't even get, like... They didn't even get a fucking bus pass out of there, you know? And it's sitting here, and I'm like... So you're releasing these people back to the street, back to the... And then putting them in a position where they have to go back to the place you literally arrested them from. Because they have nowhere else to go. And it's like... Well, what resources are there? And then it does come down to the individual. And if the individual wants to, you know, like anyone knows with an addict, unless they really want to change, they're not going to um, choose to get help for their disease. Um, But at the same time, I'm like, y'all don't see how this is like in your program. It's like, so homeboy's been locked up for a fucking month. And I'm like, well, what are you doing all day? Because I'm sitting here like... I don't know, maybe it's because I'm, like, a priss, and I've never been to jail, and, but I'm over here thinking it's just a really adult detention, you know, I guess I should tell you, like, how much of a fucking, how much trouble I get into, like, I'm like, it must be, like, a detention, because that's, like, the worst trouble I can think of, you know, like, but I'm looking at it, like, I guess, like, a detention, it's a detention correctional facility, right, um, what are y'all correcting? at this correctional facility, because when I talked to homeboy, it was literally, oh yeah, you know, we're, um, trading soups, and, uh, I've been reading a lot of books lately, and I'm just kind of like, so what the fuck are you doing? Like, what can you do while you're sitting in there? You know, and I'm like, is there people that you, that can come in? I don't know, like, I'm always thinking, like, what would help people, and it's like, what if there was people that, while people are sitting in fucking jail, came in and said, hey, when you're out, call this number, these are resources, like, because a lot of times, I feel like, especially in our county, um, it's not always lack of resources, it's lack of information about those resources, like, for example, when I was in high school, and I was going through my shit, um, and I was, there was a time I was homeless, like, I, uh, ran away, I wasn't gonna go back, there was just issues, and, um, whatever, that was, like, you know, that's just what happened, and I would stay at friends' houses, or I stayed at a teacher's, uh, whichever it was, well, I didn't know that there was 
um, a youth homeless shelter. I didn't know that there was a place for me to go, you know, like, and I remember discussing it. I'm like, well, why didn't, don't we know about this? Cause it was posted in the counselor's office. That was what struck me. I remember thinking this is in the fucking counselor's office. Anyone I knew who was homeless with their homeless, which there was a group, there's always a group of kids. Shit, I knew kids that as soon as they hit 18, the parents were like, guess the fuck what? You're out. You know, and I, I mean, every time I would, like, mention that, I mean, there's always one parent who's like, you don't know. You don't know until you have kids. You don't know what that kid maybe have done up to then to where they're like, yeah, now you can be out. I'm like, you know, I'm just saying, when you're a parent and you're going to kick out your fucking kid, I think it's fucked up to be like, hey, guess what? You get to finish out your senior year living in your fucking car. You know, I mean, individuals are individuals, but that's just my humble fucking opinion. But it's like, I'm like, if you knew any of us, the, us kids, though, that were kind of on that level, they weren't, hey, baby. <laughs> Sorry, my puppy wanted to say hi. Um... They weren't trying to go to the fucking counselor's office. You were trying to avoid the counselor's office. You were on time to fucking school. You weren't ditching because you did not want attention drawn to you. You know, because why would you? Why Why would you want, you know, anyone to really know? Because a lot of times, counselors, you know, they thought they were helping, but they really fucking weren't, man. Like, I had a girlfriend who, um, she had issues with cutting herself really fucking bad. Like, her wrists were just this roadmap of different jagged cuts, and it was sad, but as someone who also used to self-harm, it was like I understood it, and, you know, that was how she dealt with her issues, and I remember it got reported once. Like, she, uh, she, like, rolled up her sleeves or something in a foods class, and someone saw the cuts, and so they went, and they told the fucking teacher, so the teacher went and told the counselor, counselor calls her parents, and it was, like, a clusterfuck, man, like, my friend told me after, she was like, it didn't, she was like, you know what the fuck happened? We had to sit there fucking through this bullshit that the counselor's going on and on, giving me this whole spiel about, you know, I need to know better and I shouldn't do this. And, and then she was like, and giving me the whole riot act, my parents, and she's like, and my parents nodding along. She's like, dude, the second we got fucking home, mom fucking flipped out. Like, you know, and it caused it to where it like caused even more shit that made her want to cut herself more. Like, because it's this, oh, you fucked up, and it's like, I don't know, it's, it pays to not always assume, because it's like this whole, like, with teenagers, I was having this discussion with, um, with my girlfriend the other day, and I said, you know, looking back at school, I really realized where I fucked up, and she's like, what do you mean, and I said, I fucked up by always obsessing over what I couldn't do. I always fucked up by, I was always obsessed of teachers aren't listening to me, parents don't listen to me, no one takes me seriously, I'm just a fucking kid. And it was like this obsession because it was like, I could give two shits about my peers, like fuck those assholes, man. But it was the adults because they're the ones who would guarantee me getting into college, right? It was like their recommendations, like... People talk shit, but you know what? Getting good with your fucking high school teachers, 
They're awesome for letters of recommendation or anything, especially when you're just going into the fucking workforce and you can at least have one reference that's a professional that isn't your fucking parent. I'm just telling you. Um, and that's like what I did. And I, and it just has helped me over the years, you know? Um, but what I said, I was talking about, I was like, but where I fucked up, I was like, I didn't realize where I did have fucking power. And my, and my homegirl was like, well, what do you mean? I said, you know, like, for example, when our whole class would get in fucking trouble because of one asshole, one asshole was mouthing off, causing a fucking ruckus or a group, you know, I was like, and we all just kind of were like, meh, you know, and then it'd just be the teacher against them. And it's like, you may think the teacher's mishandling the situation, but what about the situation that's at hand? Like, it's like, I would focus on how the teacher isn't handling. Cause I would try to be like, you know, you, Hey, <laughs> I'd be like, Hey, you know, half the time, you know, when you're going to blame one person, we all get in trouble. I'm like, you're kind of inciting some violence. Like you're kind of, cause honestly, you know, what the fuck's going to start, you know, we're all going to start fighting here soon. Cause it's like, if we're already in trouble, we might as well get in trouble. And it was never, that never went over well. They were just kind of like, whatever, you kids, you guys will figure it out one day. That's always my favorite. One day you guys will understand. And it's just like, I understand you're a pain in my ass. Um, But it's like, now I'm like, I was like, you know, I did have power then. I did have the power. I couldn't say shut the fuck up to a teacher, but I could say shut the fuck up to another student. Yeah, I might get in trouble. But that rate, I was getting in trouble anyways. Just for fucking laughing, man. Like, that's what always killed me. I'd get in trouble for laughing in class. Like, I wasn't mouthing off to the teacher, but the person who was, I'd usually laugh. And I'm like, can't help it if a motherfucker's funny. But at the same time, too, it's like, as a kid, you know, you do have the power. You do have the power to look at your peers and say, fuck you. You know? And I know it's like, oh, well. What if things, you know, you know, those are your peers, though. You answer to them more than teachers and blah, 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 almost. And a lot of people have issues standing up to their fucking peers. But I'm going to tell you right now, those peers don't mean fucking shit, man. By the time you graduate high school, you won't talk to most of those motherfuckers that you're tripping off what the hell they thought of you. Like, <laughs> but that all being said... It's just, it's like, I can't do nothing to change the past, but it's at least that recognition, and I think that's something that I would probably instill in my kids if I have kids, is that, you know, instead of focusing on what you can't do, focus on what the fuck you can, you know, like, for, and then going back to the cultural appropriation thing, it's like, you can educate yourself. You can look up things yourself. I mean, I know it's hard. Like, a lot of people get their news from Facebook, man. They just, like, repost memes and they're, like, assuming they're all true. And it's like, actually, like, I've had people totally misquote people using it as a bias. And I'm like, actually, you know, and I used to do that. I would find the exact quote in the exact article, post it with the fucking link right on the comment section. Did any of them ever probably look at it? No. Did I get deleted a few times? Yes. But, you know, at the time it made me feel better. 
but at the same time, I've just, I find I can't force people. It's like, it's been found that when you tell people they're wrong, they're not going to want to believe they're wrong because a lot of times people's beliefs and how they grew up becomes the essence of their identity and who they are, which isn't true. You know, how we grew up, how we're raised, the, the morals and the values we're raised with, they can have, uh, they can leave an impression on you, that's for damn sure. They can influence you, but until you, like, move past that, and you move past, like, hold the fuck up. I don't always have, like, for me, I don't always have to be that 12-year-old girl who fucking would stare in the mirror telling herself how much she hated herself anymore. I could be the 26-year-old female who can look in the fucking mirror and be like, yeah, you're a fucking badass. Get it today. Fucking, you get to go to work. You get to do some shit today that other people don't have the privilege to do. You know? I get to watch my puppy go crazy running around. You know? Um, And that's... Maybe it would just be nice if... We could find, I don't know, just a way to calm the fuck down. Because <laughs> I, I keep finding it. I keep finding, like, you know, like, we all are, like, broken kids running around in adult bodies trying to make adult decisions that we're not equipped to make. You know? And I'm not saying, like, you should have an A. Like, you're on no one else's timeline. You're on your own. But I am saying, it's like, you're kind of curious why there's so many people who, like, seem like they just don't grow the fuck up. You know, and it's not even as far as, oh, they don't have a real job, they don't have a real... But it's just the way they handle things, that it's that level of, you're still like a spoiled little kid, no wonder you fucking still blame your parents for all your issues right now. Like, (laughs) instead of like, well, your parents' responsibility for you ended, man. And it's, it's up to you to decide when that was. Some kids, it was long before 18. Some kids, it was after. But I'm just saying, like, I can understand where a lot of your identity, and it's not even as much as identity. I think a lot of times it's our comfort zone. That's why we have so much shit in our past. That's why we have so many, well, I was raised this way, and, you know, we joke about daddy issues, we and mommy issues, and all sorts of things, and it's like, yeah, because those are issues we haven't dealt with fucking yet, like, and it's up to you to decide when you're gonna open up your fucking wounds, let them bleed out, and you can finally sieve through them and figure out what it is and how the fuck can you heal, because trust me, I don't always want to have the same fucking issues, man, I don't want to still have an anger towards you know, my father, and then in guys in general, for, you know, just whatever fucking bullshit, for shitty relationships, for shitty, you know, and I'm kind of at this place, too, of, like, I want to be able to grow, because I, I can't live, I'm over here thinking, like, fuck, is this how I'm gonna live my life? Like, I'm excited for where my life is going, But I'm also like, man, I can't wait to see how I grow, how I mature, how I change. You know, we're always constantly changing and moving and it's up to us to what direction, you know. And that's the beauty of having the choice. Like, people have the choice not to post really ignorant shit that makes me salty as fuck. Like, (laughs) 
that makes me go on rants. But, you know, whatever. It inspires me. And it's because a lot of times I find we nod along with our friends because we're scared of sticking out. And honestly, real friendship, you can have discussions, not arguments. And, I mean, it's kind of impressive because honestly, it's like the other political correctness thing. I'm really sick of fucking bitch-made dudes talking about, I don't know how to talk to a female now since the hashtag Me Too era. Fuck you. If you don't know how to talk to a female without getting accused of possible sexual harassment or any type of harassment, then just do us all a favor. Don't talk to anyone. Like, just shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> you don't get it. You know, everyday situations to some people are threatening, scary indicators to others. And it's not up to us to be like, but I didn't mean to be or I wasn't. It's like, if you didn't mean to be, then it should have been communicated better. And if not, you can always, you know, I'm a firm believer in communication. And it's like, if you make someone uncomfortable and they tell you, you know, actually, that made me really uncomfortable. First of all. How awesome is that? They didn't just cut you the fuck off. They didn't just say fuck you or delete you or walk away or block you. They literally were like, hey, that wasn't cool. And it's like, you know what you can do? They're like, okay, I'm going to be the good person and not get fucking defensive. Because it's easy to see how... Well, no, that's not how I meant it. I was kidding. But, shit, a lot of things half-assed said in jest, there's some truth to them. And a lot of things, you know, like, again... Like, some people grew up in families where you guys always gave each other shit. Like, you grew up being savage as fuck, mean as fuck, always fucking with each other. And there's other people who didn't. And there's other people who are like, why are you mean to each other like that? And then it's like some people are like, oh, well, you know, they know what I mean, ha, ha, ha. And it's like, a lot of our language is based on what people mean, not what people say. And you notice that? Like, a lot of times when people get upset with the way you interacted, it's like, well, that's not what I meant. It's like, okay, what did you mean? How about we work on how you can effectively communicate that? If you really mean no harm towards a female, and you're not trying to be a fucking creep, and you're just trying to say, hey, fucking say that, dude. Like, don't be a fucking weirdo. If she's, it's like, be a little socially conscious. And if she's showing the obvious fucking signs of, like, not digging it, like, I don't know, I just, it just irritates me, like, how many people, like, how do you not notice when someone's visibly getting uncomfortable, like, I don't, and then it's like, females need to just, you know, say, hey, you're making me fucking uncomfortable, which is true, like, a lot of times as females, we just deal with it, we talk shit about it later, because, shit, we can get killed, <laughs> You know, um, but that's also my power. It's also taking your power back, though, you know, and that's why it's like more and more have people fucking own their shit. And why can't we do that? Why can't we just be like, OK, this is how we can effectively communicate. OK, you know, I just I think everyone, it's kind of funny, for people who bitch about PC culture the most, they're the ones who are getting the most fucking offended. Like, <laughs> what do you fucking mean you can just announce the gender you are? 
you know what, gender's a fucking spectrum, and kudos to you if it was easy for you to figure out your sexuality and your gender and all your shit. Kudos to you. Not everyone got that privilege, and some people got to go on an amazing journey to self-discovery of who the fuck they are, what they like, who they like. And it's just be nice if people could do that without a judgment and without a... Because you know what? You don't have to understand something to respect somebody as a fucking human being. You know? It's not that fucking hard. It's like, yeah, when they're serious... Fu- and then people are like, oh, well, that's what you say, though. But then you'll bitch about someone, you know, saying something. And I'm like, um, I'm saying someone can be themselves and it's chill, but... Then it's like, but I'm not hearing gay people trying to, like, kill straight people. Like, you know, I'm not hearing, like, there's not a bunch of, you know, it's, like, funny how, like, it's, like, the same thing, like, um, like, the Black Lives Matter, you know? It was, like, it wasn't because they matter more. It's, no, Black Lives Matter, too, because of the increased police brutality and horrible things that happen to people of color just for the way they fucking look and you know if you can't see like even just how people are described it's just impressive to me it's like you can be a mentally ill you're mentally ill if you're a white boy but (laughs) you're you know a thug and crazy and all these other fucked up things if you're a person of color like it's just impressive to me how fucked up it all is, but it's, like, the same idea, I feel like, no one's saying, like, oh, if gay, you know, if you're able to identify as what you want to identify, it's like, oh, shit, now there's so many gender, I can't keep track of them, and it's like, no one's fucking telling you to, all people are saying is that, hey, when someone tells you, hey, this is my preferred pronoun, or this is the name I prefer to be called, you're just like, I cool, That's the noise I make to get your fucking attention adequately. That makes us both happy to be communicating with each other. Awesome. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to be a dick and be like, oh, well, if you're born with a penis, then you're male. (sighs) Physicalities have nothing to do, like, as far as the gender spectrum. I mean, (sighs) there's women who are born with internal testes. There's intersex people. There's multiple people who are born so many different ways and to just blanket it all is there's only a penis or a vagina and that is it. That means there's only a man and a woman. Then I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, intersex people, I read a statistic, statistic the other day that intersex people are about as common as redheads. So, I mean, we don't say, like I heard it, someone's like, no one says redheads don't exist just because only a few people are it. You know? And I just, I think people just don't like the PC culture because it's making them be accountable for what the fuck they say. Because with freedom of speech, it's not free from repercussion. And with that, Rush is out. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Salty as Fuck. Uh, Be well. Listen to each other. Listen not to respond, but listen to hear them. Because a lot of times people are like, people just get so crazy, and it's like, well, when you feel like no one's listening, why the fuck wouldn't you shout?